Good morning and welcome to City Hope Church. Today, Caleb Jones will be continuing the sermon series, A Wise Man Once Said. Uh, So for those who don't know me, my name is Caleb and I um, look after the youth ministry here at City Hope. Um, And um, my ministry, so I've had had the opportunity and the privilege to be able to travel and preach overseas. Um, And most of my ministry, believe it or not, uh, has been done in a country called Latvia. which is a very small little country in Eastern Europe. Um, and it's tiny, but it's absolutely freezing. Um, and, um, um, and, you know, it's, it was, it, it's nervous enough to preach. But the thing I love about going and traveling and preaching is um, you, you get to travel and you get to preach. Um, and uh, with Latvia in particular, there's an interpreter. So you can really think about what your next words are before, before you say them. Um, and then they say it, and then you can really regroup and think about something else. Um, but then also, you're on a plane the next day. So if you really do stuff up and say something wrong, you're gone, you know, and you don't have, have to see them again. Um, and there are, there are, <laughs> I've been in the lab about five times, and, and there have been times where I've gone, and um, my first experiences of Latvia, and I've come back, and I've, I've gone again, and I've said... Can we, can we maybe not go to that church that I, that I, that I went to? I just don't feel confident enough. And, and, but they, were, they always encourage me to go back. But um, the thing I, yeah, so, so it's nervous enough to preach. But then when you get asked to preach at your home church, there's an extra element of nerves because there's no plane the next day. You know, you're, you're, you're here. And, um, and, but anyway, God's good. Um, there's nerves all around, but praise God, we'll get through it. Um, all jokes aside, I, I really do believe I have a word from the Lord this morning. And um, when I was preparing it this week, I, I really believe in, in my own life, God has challenged me on this word. And um, it, he has spoken to me about this word, and it has is, it is, it is, uh, impacted my life when I was preparing this message. So I really believe that this message is going to be powerful for someone here this morning. But we're doing a uh, series at the moment in this church uh, where we're looking at the book of Proverbs and um, the title of the series is um, on the screen, A Wise Man Once Said. Um, I'm young and I'm still learning so I, I do not see myself as any wise man. Um, maybe one day when I get white and beard but hey, but I'm, I'm still learning, I'm still young but, um, but the series we're doing is Proverbs. Um, and the message, the message this morning, I want to base off one proverb in particular, and it's probably one of the most famous proverbs out there. But it says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And, I, and it, is, it is important that we, as Christians, set a guard on our hearts. We set a guard on our hearts. Especially, you know, the Bible says that the enemy... Um, is out to steal, kill, and destroy. And I really believe that we're living in a time, in a generation where, 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 where if anything, he's out even the more to kill, to steal, and destroy. When we see Hollywood producing the mass movies and the, and the production of, of movies and music um, and the influence of, mu- of movies and music on this generation, it is unbelievable. When we go to the bus, buses and we, and, we, and, we, and, we, and we hop on a bus or hop on a plane or go to the airports, at least 90%, even more, have headphones on. 
They're listening to things. They're listening to podcasts. They're listening to music. They're listening, they're listening, they're listening. And I thought to myself how important it is what we listen to and what we allow into our life, what we allow into, into, our, into our heart. And, you know, I want to talk about guarding your heart, but at the forefront of guarding your heart, we've got we to gotta guard our ears. And we've got we to gotta put up a, a barrier of, of protection about what we listen to and what we hear on a daily basis. I believe the enemy will love nothing more than to have people uh, giving their heart and surrendering their heart to uh, sexual immorality. See, the thing about the enemy, he knows, is if he can get people listening to things, if he can get people listening to uh, uh, filth and, 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 and sex and sex and sexual immorality and all this stuff and, and hatefulness and bitterness and, and, and anger, the enemy knows that there will be a matter of time, there will be a matter of time before before that they can surrender and that they, and they will actually live in that lifestyle and they will actually give themselves away to that. It is important what we listen to. It is important what we listen to. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. And it clearly lays it out for us that faith, belief comes by hearing. It starts by hearing. So when you hear something, it's a matter of time before you believe it. Faith of any kind comes and starts by hearing. Hearing. It is important what we accept and what we give access to. Psalms, in the book of Psalms, in the very very first Psalm, as she lays out, I, I believe, the plan of the enemy. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Firstly, to walk is to listen. When you walk in the counsel of the wicked, you're not talking, you're not speaking, you're just walking. And the only thing that's out is your ears. You're listening. To walk is to listen. So the very first thing, the very start of it is listening. A person starts off by listening to the counsel of the wicked. Then the next thing you read about it is, then he is standing in the way of sinners. He is practicing sin the way sinners practice sin. He is doing the same thing sin that the sinners do. It starts off by listening. But the next thing you read about it is, he is doing what sinners do. And the next thing you read is, he sits with scoffers. And the Bible clearly lays out what, scoffer, what, what a scoffer is. He's, another word for scoffer is a fool. And in, in the book of Psalms later on, it says, A fool says in his heart that there is no God. But it starts with listening. It is important as Christians and as believers what we listen to. As I said before, I've traveled and I've gone to Latvia and I'll never forget the very first time I went to Latvia. It it, it literally changed my life and um, it it was an incredible experience. But I was 17 years old. And it was through a friend of the family, and he arranged this whole trip for me. And I would go overseas, and um, and he threw me right in the deep end. And he arranged uh, preaching opportunities for two weeks. Uh, there were some days where I would preach three times a day, morning, lunch, and dinner. And it, it was it was it was an incredible experience. But at the same time, I had never really preached. I never really got up and spoken. I I, I had never really even left the country. I, you know, the, the the whole process of of uh, airports and 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 the transition from 
catching one plane to another plane is a, it was, was a whole brand new thing to me and I didn't even know uh, how it worked. So my first stopover in Singapore was, was a memorable experience for me. But um, we finally got to Latvia and back in that day, we didn't have the, the, the uh, weather apps on our phones. So I couldn't actually weather it and find out, oh yeah, what the temperature is in Latvia. I just Googled it. And so, but Google said, oh, it's 24 degrees, 25 degrees. And I'm thinking, so, okay, that's great. That's normal. So I just pack light, light, you know, light winter stuff. And when I arrived there, I was in shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> and it was negative four degrees on that day. <laughs> And I, I, I had never been a negative degree weather before in my life, and it was a shock. I, I learned for the first time what a scarf was used for. I never, I never knew what a scarf was used for until that trip. Well, I was 17, and I realized, I thought it was a fashion statement. I didn't realize it was actually to stop you from getting a sore throat. But anyway, I arrive in the airport, and I, I'm afraid... I'm, you know, I'm scared. I'm 17. I went by myself. I, I was to meet up with my uh, family friend there a couple of days into my trip. So I, I, I was, I was alone. I travelled alone, and and I finally got there. I stunk, um, and I was thinking to myself, okay, I'll get my bags, and I got my bags, and then I was thinking, okay, and I saw the doors where you leave, and then the. Uh, the the communication was, it was all really like scary stuff, you know, the communication. The communication was someone was there waiting for me with a sign on my name, you know. And so that was the text message I got, that there'll be someone there waiting with, with my name on a piece of paper. So I walked outside the doors and I remember seeing way over in the distance there was this youngish guy with, with my name on it. And um, so I, I was like, okay, here we go. And so I walked over to him and, um, and, and uh, I said, hello. And, and with a very strong Russian accent, uh, he replied and said, hello. And um, it, it, even that freaked me out because I wasn't expecting a, a, an accent. I was thinking, if you spoke English, you sounded Australian, you know. That was my mindset. So I, I, was, so, I was so green, you know. And I was like, okay. And then, and then you know, you know, you know, in our movies, Russians are unfortunately always bad. And so um, I heard the accent. I'm like, oh, you know, all the James Bond movies, you know, the Russians are bad. And I'm thinking, so, oh, this is, this is sounding bad. Anyway, we leave the airport and I'm, 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 and then the cold hit me again. And then, and then I'm, 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 I think he was a bit shocked when he saw me because he was like, what, what are you wearing? You know, but, but we left, we left the airport and we're, and we're, and I uh, left the terminal. Uh, section and we walk in outside and I, th I thought into my head I wonder what car we're going to be going in and then all of a sudden there it was a blue van and I've seen all the kidnapping movies you know and this 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 was like another element now and I'm panicking I'm stressing I'm thinking oh here we go and I'm and then we 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 hop in the car we finally get in the car. It, 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 was, it was quite scary, believe me. And I was, I was shaking partly because of the cold, but otherwise it was to do with the situation I was in. But I will never forget, and in the moment, I didn't realize the significance of the moment, but it has, it has, it, it has stayed with me for, for the rest of my life. The moment Victor, he, he, he actually was my interpreter, he, he's, he's, he's become my friend, but the moment he actually turned the engine on, it, it changed, it, 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 and, and, and this story has remained with me, and I'll never forget this moment, because he, he turned that engine on, and as the car started, the music began to play. 
that he was listening to on the way to pick me up at the airport. And I instantly recognized the music. And it was like the Hillsong old stuff, like um, uh, Shout to the Lord. It was, it was something like that. And I instantly, my ears instantly recognized the music. And immediately, all that fear and worry completely left me. Because I realized in that moment that I was with a man who was worshiping, who was listening to worship privately. He, he wasn't with anyone. He wasn't, he wasn't uh, you know, going anywhere um, after me. He, he was by himself coming to pick up me at the airport and take me to my accommodation. And he was listening to worship. He was listening uh, to good worship songs. And I thought to myself, you know, in that moment, fear, worry, all that left because I realized he was worshiping God. The Bible says that we do not wrestle with uh, flesh and blood. That we, that we wrestle with principalities and, 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 and dark, and dark uh, you know, spirits. And, 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 and I'll just read it because it, it makes more sense. Um, <laughs> against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness, there it is, against spiritual hosts and wickedness in the heavenly places. That's what we wrestle with. And King David, King David knew that because uh, the Bible said when he played songs of worship, when he, when he sung songs of worship, demons, evil spirits, unclean spirits left King Saul. David knew that worship, music, music of any kind activates the spiritual world. It activates the spiritual realm. When he sung songs of worship and played with his harp, unclean spirits left King Saul. What are we listening to this morning? What are we listening to? I thought about Delilah. I thought about David. There we go. David and Goliath. And how, um, you know, if you've been around in church uh, long enough, you, you know the story. It's... It's, it's, it's one of the good ones, and um, I'm going to give it a go this morning. So David and Goliath, there was a man named Goliath, and he would come out, and the Bible said for 40 days in the morning and the evening, he was cursing and screaming and blaspheming at the Israelites and blaspheming at, the, uh, at God, and, 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 and uh, Israel was afraid, and they, and they panicked, and they... they, they uh, failed to take control of their ears. I have a um, uh, headphones here and an iPad. And, you know, if Israel, if Israel had headphones on, if all the army men had, is, had, had headphones on and had iPads in that time, I wonder what music, what sounds... They were listening to. Let's push play. It's catchy. Um, and just a bit of fun. But they were scared, you know. They were worried. They were, all the army was, was, was petrified by this one man named Goliath. And they allowed the thing on the outside affect the inside. The whole army looked and saw defeat when they, when, they, when they heard the screams of Goliath, the whole army looked and saw defeat. But here comes this little man named David. And when he looked at Goliath, he didn't see defeat. He saw victory. The Bible says, the Bible says, and this is the thing that I love. The Bible says that David went to the front line himself. He went to the front line himself and he heard the voice of Goliath. 
He heard the voices. He heard what he was saying. He heard what Goliath was cursing and, and blaspheming God. And he heard the voices of Goliath. And I love it because even though he heard the voices of Goliath, it didn't affect him. It didn't get inside of him. And, you know, he didn't run away to his little mirror in his room and go, oh, that Goliath says, yes, it's, oh, you know, you know fear me. And, oh, I'm, I'm a scared now and I will never, you know, do anything great. I'm, I'm afraid. How will I ever do anything? He didn't run away to his room and, and speak and, and, and repeat it and repeat it over himself. He didn't run away and, 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 and declare it over his life. No, the Bible says that, 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 that he spoke the Lord that delivered me from the poor the lion, the Lord that delivered me from the paw of the bear, of, of the bear will deliver me from this Philistine. He spoke victory over his circumstance, over his circumstance. He, he, he decided to take up the headphones and put on the headphones uh, you know, that he had, for example, and he, and he played positive music. He played positive words over his, over his life. I want to ask you this morning, what are you plugged into? Are you plugged into what the world Goliath is saying? Goliath is screaming fear. Goliath is screaming defeat. Goliath is screaming oh, hatefulness and bitterness. Are you plugged into that or are you plugged into what God is saying? Are you plugged into hope? Are you plugged into peace? Are you plugged into love? Are you plugged into all oh, this victory? Are you plugged into what God is saying? Yeah. Are you all quiet? No. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. What are you plugged into this morning? He didn't allow Goliath to impact his inside. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't give away his heart to Goliath and say, I'm afraid. He, he stood a guard and he, and, he, and he defended. He blocked the words of Goliath and spoke victory. And we all know the story. He cut off his head. If God is for us, if God is for us, thought about Samson oh yeah <laughs> Samson went down to the valley of Shabbat that's correct and he noticed the woman oh yeah <laughs> I like this story I like this story he noticed the woman and once again I thought if Samson had headphones on in that time if he had headphones on, and he had an iPad. If this was Samson's iPad, or I, iPhone, yeah. If this was Samson's iPhone, I wonder what he was listening to. Yeah. Let's push play. It starts with listening. It starts with listening. The story of Samson and, and Delilah, um, the Bible said she went to him three times and and, and asked him, what is his secret? What is your secret? What is your secret? And three times he kind of misled her and said, oh, this way, this way, this way. And uh, she, she um, then began to realize he was misleading her. So he, and then she changed her voices and she said, oh, you know, if you, if you, if you would love me, you know, if you truly love me, you would tell me your secret. And she, and she pestered him. She annoyed him. The Bible said, this is, now this is it. This is the interesting thing. Um, uh, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Um, in, in, in uh, Judges, I believe it's 16, 15. Then she said to him, how can you say, I love you when your heart is not with me? Interesting. You have mocked me these three times 
and have not told me where your great strength lies. And this is, this is it, this is it, 16. And it came to pass when she harassed him daily with her words and pressed him so that his soul was annoyed to death. When he heard it over and over and over again, when his soul was annoyed to death, the next thing you read, then he told her all his heart. It starts with hearing. It starts with listening. And he listened to her over and over and over again. And then you read him say, you read, he gave her all his heart. The enemy is not after your ears. He's after your heart. He gave her all his heart above all else. The Bible says, God, your heart, God, your heart. We, you know, the, the enemy is, you know, we, all, we often, you know, sort of forget about the enemy. And, and I'm not here to glorify Satan in any means at all. But, 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 but we often forget that there is, a, there is an enemy out there who would love nothing more. You know, you know he is, a, he is a, a fierce enemy. The Bible describes him as a lion roaring, seeking whom he may devour. He would love nothing more than to take your life and tear it to pieces and tear everything you love and hold dear to you away from you and tear it to pieces. Tear your family apart. Tear your life, your finances apart. He would love nothing more than to rip your life to pieces. He's not a gentle enemy. And in this, especially in this generation, this time when, when film and TV and, 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 and music are out and about and podcasts and all sorts of, 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 of immorality and sexual immorality and stuff that is out and about for our youth and for our young people to just click on the button and access instantly. It is, it is vital that we learn and that we pass down to our children the, the importance of guarding our ears and guarding our heart. We must, we must be strong in this time. We must be strong. We must, we must learn that, that it's important to, stand, to, to uh, stand and pray and stand for God. It, we must learn that it's important. We must never quit reading this book. We must never quit praying. We must never quit fasting. We must never quit seeking God. We must guard our heart. He would love nothing more than to rip our lives to pieces. Five minutes. <laughs> Five minutes. I was thinking about how, you know, we're, we're talking about headphones. <clears throat> and I was thinking about how headphones, and, and, and there's all types of different headphones. There's, you know, the, there's these ones that kind of stand on top of your head like this. And there's, you know, you can get all types. You can get ones with microphones. You can get big ones, small ones. You, you can get all types. And when I was preparing this message, I was thinking all about the different types of headphones. But I, I, I thought to myself that there is this one type of headphone that is very important. It's very important. And this, this part of the sermon is where God really challenged me. Because I've got these headphones here in my pocket. And they're tiny. Look at them. They're small. They don't have any cords. They all wirelessly connect. And you can, you know, they're slick. They're, they're, they're sly. They're, they're, they're curved to fit in the ear, and that's all that needs to do. And, you know, you can put them in, and 
I, I you know, there, there are times where um, I've walked past people, like, look, look. It's like you can walk past someone and people won't even know you're listening to music. You know, they don't look and like, oh, what's, what was that in his ear? You know, it's like, it's like you, can, you can walk straight past someone and someone not even know you're listening. And they're, 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 they're intimate. You know, they're close. They, they go in, you know, they, they, they tuck away. They're, they're sly. Sly. And the Lord spoke to me about these particular types of headphones. Because these ones you can wear and no one even notice you're wearing. And I, I want to ask you this morning, what are the words you're speaking to yourself when no one else sees the words, you know, when no one else is around? What are the words you're listening to when no one else is around? What are the words you're speaking to yourself? What are, what are, what are the words you're rehearsing over and over and over again to yourself when you're by yourself. The, the, the Bible says in Proverbs that life and death is in the tongue. Life and death is in the tongue. What are you saying when you go home today and you look in the mirror and you, and you, and you, and you look in the mirror and you say, what are you saying about yourself? What are you putting in your ears and saying about yourself? Are you saying you're, you know, you're ugly? Are you saying you're stupid? Are you saying, you know, you'll never amount to anything in this life and you're not, you know, you're, and you know what really bugs me about these ones is most of the time it wasn't even you to begin with that started it. It was someone that said to you, hey, Caleb, you're, 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 you're stupid. And then what, you would go home and you would, you would, you would go home and, and, and you would stand in the mirror and then you would put these headphones in and go, I'm stupid. I will never go anywhere in my life. I will never do anything great in my life. Who do, you know, who do I think I am? And, 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 and you would put these little, little sly headphones in and you would speak it over yourself and you would listen to what the words you're speaking over yourself. And some people hear you have spoken stuff over your life and it's got to the point where it's now your vision statement. It's now who you, who you believe you are. I, I will never do anything great in my life. So you just accept it and you've given your heart to it. You've given your heart to fear. You've given your heart to worry. You've given your heart to, to unlovable. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And faith, any type of faith, any type of belief comes by hearing. And you didn't believe, you didn't believe it. You didn't believe that you were stupid until you heard someone say you were stupid. You didn't believe it. You didn't believe that you were unlovable. You didn't believe it until you heard someone say Hey, you're unlovable. And you speak it over yourself and you go, I will never, I will never be married. I will never, who would ever want to marry me? What are the words we're speaking over ourselves? And all along, there he is, Satan standing in the corner, going, yes, that's it. Say it again. Do it again. Speak it. Speak it over yourself. Go on. Go on. Go on. Encourage yourself in that way. Speak, speak defeat over your life. Speak defeat over your marriage. Speak defeat over your family. Speak defeat. Go on. Go on. Say it. What are you listening to in the quiet moments of your life when no one else is around? The enemy knows when you start listening, there's a possibility that you can give your heart to it. You can surrender your heart. There's a possibility 
that you can surrender your heart. 20 seconds. Can the musicians please come back to stage? So we, we need to guard our heart. Time goes quick when you're preaching. Um, we, need to, we need to guard our heart. Hey, we need, we need, we need to guard our heart. We need, to, we need to take a stand and not allow the things of, of this world, negative things, impact our life. We must understand that, you know, we are, we are all, we, we are special to God. That He knows every detail of our lives. It is important that we, what we, what we take, when we take our own headphones, whatever they may be, if they're these ones, if they're, if they're the ones at, at, at home or, or whatever, whatever the headphones are in your life, that we take our headphones. It is important that we take our headphones and not, and not just let them go wild in this world and let them plug into whatever, but it, but it is important that we shield it, that we, that we contain it, that we, that we protect it, that we, that, that we don't let our ears loose to whatever is being said, that we, that we, that we allow protection and that we, and then, you know, it is important that we take time of our week of our of our lives and we actually plug into what God is saying to what God is declaring we, we plug into the promises of God we weren't made ladies and gentlemen we weren't made to be a mistake we weren't made to be defeated we weren't made to be destroyed we weren't made we weren't made to live in bondage we weren't made to, to live in sickness we weren't made to live in depression we weren't made to live in worry we weren't made to live in fear we weren't made to live we were made to live in victory we were made God says I have come that, I, that to give you life and life abundantly for I know the plans that God says I know the plans I have not given you a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind you are we are a chosen generation hallelujah for God is with us we got to plug in to what God is saying We've got to plug into what God is saying on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, on a minute basis. We've got to plug into what God is saying. We've got to plug in. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm finished. Oh, we thank you this morning. We thank you this morning that you're here with us. We thank you this morning. And Lord, we surrender this morning our headphones. We surrender, Lord, these little sly ones that we listen to in our bedroom, when we listen to in our bathroom, we, we, when we listen to on our own. Lord, we surrender these little sly ones to you and we surrender, Lord, these other big ones. We surrender all types of headphones to you, Lord Jesus. And we ask you, Lord, that, Lord, that you'll bring us more and more closer to you that you'll bring us more and more closer to you and further and further from the things of this life, from the negativity of this world, from the, from the fear that is produced, from the worry that is produced in this world, from the, from the Goliath of this world that, that screams fear, from the Goliath of this world that screams panic. Lord, we, Lord, 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 Lord we, we come to you this morning and we ask you that you'll guide us to you. We ask you, Lord, that you'll guide, you'll guide us, you'll guide us to you.
Protect us, I pray. Use each and every one of us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Just take a couple of seconds and give God some praise this morning. Come on, lift Him up in this place. We thank You, Jesus. We lift You up this morning. We thank You, Lord. We thank You that You are victory. We thank You, Lord, that You are life. We're going to sing a song as we wrap up this morning. But if you would like prayer at all, <clears throat> maybe, maybe these headphones here, these ones, they're not going so good and maybe you're not listening to good stuff and you need some prayer this morning. Oh, we're going we're we're to open up the front place here and, and if you need prayer, feel free to step out of your seat when the music begins and there'll be one of us here down here that will pray for you. We've got, we got people here to pray and we can stand with you and uh, believe with you. So if you're here this morning and you need prayer for something, come down. Don't leave this place this morning without prayer if you need it. Amen? Was that all right? <clears throat> all right. Let's do it. <clears throat> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed that message. See you next week as we continue this series.